Wilbur <laughs> Wilbur would rage quit so many times. But he wouldn't rage quit. He would get up and yank the plug out of the wall from like that, Wilbur. That, that's rage quitting. Wilbur. No, but it wasn't like he just that, turned that's, it off. That, that's like how you kill your PlayStation. I know, dude. He no. would yank the cord out of the wall. The best, so mad. The best rage quit. We were playing Halo. PlayStation, by the way. I said PlayStation. He would rage quit Halo, Halo and kill PlayStation. his PlayStation. <laughs> right. Good job. Anyway, we were playing Halo. We were playing Halo, and it was just me, Wilbur, and Chris. <laughs> me and Chris. Me and Chris started betraying Wilbur. <laughs> we started he, killing him. And I said, somebody, fine, I'm, just, I'm done. I, I promise. I told Wilbur I'm done. So I went on the other side of the map started trying to kill our enemies, <laughs> and then Wilbur was crouched. <laughs> Wilbur was crouching on the other side of the map, trying to stay hidden, and Chris... Sneaks up behind him, pulls the gun out. There's a sniper rifle point blank. <laughs> Who did that? I, I swear. Know, that is nice. Well, I was know. the so pissed off that was the last time we ever played Welcome to the Cold Bow Podcast. <laughs> we got the clap. <laughs> Who'd you get the clap from? We got the clap. always wanted the clap. <laughs> I could have given it to you forever if you just asked. No, you had it. I got the clap from some lady in Rexburg. It was awesome. No, that was me. Jeez. <laughs> We were joking, Troy. No, that's that's completely false. I've actually never been to Rexburg. That's also false. <clears throat> Don't go to Rexburg. It's not worth it. There's I was no, just in Rexburg. There's nothing there to be had. <laughs> I, I when Reese was there, especially there was nothing there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I, so I got up there to meet with some clients to go have lunch. And I was like, well, where do we want to go eat? And they're like, What's that well, there's an Applebee's down the street. <laughs> and in my mind, I'm like, literally, I will take you anywhere you want to go to eat. Okay, fine, wingers. We'll go to Applebee's, and then they're like, well, there's a Costa Vida, too. I was like, oh, jeez. Gosh, dang it, Rexburg. I told you this long ago. I know. Um, so I'm Jake. I'm here with my cold bros. Uh, we're minus one today. Scotty is sick. He's got strep throat, and turns out you can't really talk much when you have strep throat. He's got herpagonocyphilades. Is that what it's called? Yep. Oh, gosh. Herpagonocyphilade. He got herpes from well, some Scott. guy in Rexburg. <laughs> so you don't get well, then R.I.P. Then <laughs> you're going to feel real bad if he dies this week. Of strep? <laughs> you're probably going to be investigated for murder. <laughs> I'm going to delete this recording right now. I actually watched this comedian. You better lay uh, low for a little while. I you killed a man. <laughs> with a trident. Rick, you killed a man with a trident. <laughs> I actually, I watched a... I watched a well, funny about that, what I've been doing lately, I watched a comedian named James <laughs> Acaster. He has this special on Netflix that's a four-part special, and he's, it, it's, uh, he wears a different color of clothes in each special. Anyway, he's this weird British dude, but he made that joke about, uh, about how awful would it be if you made that joke. Like, someone says, oh, where's Scott? And he goes, oh, he's dead, man. And it's just a joke, and then and then like you're never the most most nervous, and, then and just dead. waiting for someone <laughs> yeah. to show up in your life. You're like, oh, oh, or like oh, when, or I like hope he shows up. I really hope he shows, and then he shows up. And you're like, yeah, see, he didn't die. It was a joke. Or like oh, when you yeah. make a your mom joke, and you really hope and oh. pray that person's mom isn't yeah. dead. I have <laughs> done that on three separate Dude, occasions. Oh I God. did that last week, and the problem is, I knew the guy's mom died, <laughs> and I just forgot. I just forgot. I was like, yeah, your mom. He's like, Dude, my mom's dead. I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we have Jake and I have a, a air quotes friend. Uh, <laughs> I hope he listens. The name of Evan Naylor. <laughs> shout out to Evan you're gonna, Naylor. You're gonna call him out and say <laughs> air quote friend. Sh- you shout out to our quote unquote, quote unquote friend. Friend. And then just so you know, they're not doing air quotes. They really like you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Sure. He knows, right, Chris. He knows what we're talking about. <laughs> But uh, I made a your mom joke about his mom, and he's like, well, my mom actually, like, almost died. Like, she's – and he's, like, not joking. Yeah. She had, like, some serious illness and was not doing great, but I guess she's okay now, but still not awesome. I still make your mom jokes to him. It's okay. Love you, Evan. I have a buddy in college whose mom died, and I made a mom joke, and I was like, yeah, I'm done with those. Uh, I, I, haven't, I don't make mom jokes anymore. That's yeah. too – 
It's too much, too much. There's they, a girl in high school I was trying to court, and I was like, so how's your mom? She's like, I wouldn't know. Oh. And I was, it, it didn't work out. Oh, it didn't work out. Oh, that's oh, no. that's cringeworthy. No, but <laughs> thanks to thanks to Michael Scott, your mom jokes kind of evolved into that's what that, she said. That's jokes. what she said. Right. Right. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, getting off of more of the just a disturbing and, and just a dumb topic. Really. Topic. <laughs> hey, I'm having fun, um, guys. <clears throat> that comedian actually. I don't, I don't, uh, let's go back. That comedian, James Acaster, his fourth, the fourth part of that special is a master class in the payoff, like mm-hmm. the setup and payoff. He sets up through all three of his first ones and then all, he pays off all of them, all at the end of that fourth one. And it is so brilliant. Well, like, I, man, I've absolutely been- fantastic. I can't su- suggest it enough. I've been really into these these uh, alternative style stand up specials. Um, I think I messaged you about it. The Neil Brennan. Are you familiar with Neil Brennan? Oh yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, the, yeah. he Dude. does the three mics. Oh my gosh, it's so so good. good, right? So Neil Brennan, for those of you that don't know, co created the Chappelle Show. He and Dave Chappelle are like best friends. They're hilarious. Mute your <laughs> Troy. <laughs> Go f- yourself. Uh, guys, I don't have pen and paper. What would, what would Scott say? You dumb asshole. <laughs> R.I.P. Scott. Um, but yeah, that special that, that Neil Brennan did was just superb. Oh yeah. He has, he has three mics and he alternates through the mics multiple times throughout the uh, the set. The first mic is one liners, basically like tweets. Yeah. Uh, he's literally reading a, a note card with. I guess, for lack of a better term, a tweet on it. The second mic that he goes to is his stand-up mic. And that's where he does, like, traditional stand-up, set-off, payoff stuff. The third mic is where he talks about really sad, depressing stuff. Dude, he gets real. Yeah, and he's had a really awful life. Like, I don't want to spoil anything because I actually want the listeners to go and listen to this and go and watch the special. It's on Netflix. It's called Neil Brennan, Three Mics. It was really great, and and that got me interested in this alternative style stand-up, which is becoming more and more prevalent. Comedians trying to do something different and kind of do their own thing. I think it's great. I love it. So So go watch James A. Caster. I think you'll like it. So speaking of stand-up comedians um, and making a little more personal to me, so I was uh, sitting at home working working from home one day, and my wife pulls up Netflix, and she pulls up this comedian named Joe List. And uh, the guy starts making jokes about his forehead. And I perk up and I'm like, oh, forehead jokes. I've heard all this before. No, but he's actually really funny and he does have a big forehead. Holy crap, look at that forehead. <laughs> can you turn your screen so I can see? This is where like they came up with the invention of the IMAX screen, dude. <laughs> oh my goodness. The, the, like the 4K curved TVs. I'm going to come over and look at it. <laughs> <laughs> but he he you Back know wow. <laughs> six head. yeah you no we're not expecting to get an arch nemesis today but there he is. i don't remember his jokes but go look him up he, he was funny i remember he was funny but because I, I i listened to the rest of his uh his set but he just starts making fun of his own forehead and i'm like ooh, material <laughs> 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 but i forgot it all so that was a really big forehead. You know, the thing about foreheads is there's foreheads that are tall and then there's foreheads that are wide. And I have his both. was both. And I have both. The thing that made his forehead so weird was his chin and his face were so small and like slender. And then he had a huge, he looked like a top. Like a Martian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> so, Chris, what comedian have you been watching this week? I have not been watching any comedians this week. What have you been doing? Um... You know, I've been playing a game recently called Hollow Knight on the Switch. Uh, I really, really like that game. Hollow Knight like Dark Knight or Hollow Knight like... Uh... Hollow Knight like Dark Knight. Like okay. he's a... The he's premise a, is... He's a Hollow Knight. Yeah. Okay. The premise is is that it's kind of a side-scroller uh, Metroidvania type game. Okay. Metroidvania games are... Is that Metroid in Transylvania? Castlevania. Castlevania. It's a giant map. That you explore, and that more of the map Transylvania is Castlevania, but for those that have transitioned. Yes. Uh. And you live in a castle. Jake, that was a really good dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> you, are, you are preparing well, Mike. Jake's got the jokes. Honk, honk. <laughs> um, so anyway, it's a giant map that you unlock when you... You unlock more parts of the map with the more skills that you get. 
Um, and that's cool because you're a tiny little bug with a nail. And, that's, and you fight with the nail? You fight with the nail. Oh, that's and you fight dope. You fight other bugs along the way. Do you get bigger? No. Oh. But it's like a Does it's like a matchup of bigger. Yeah. You can oh, okay. you can get perks to make your nail longer, bigger, sharper. Um <laughs> pen, penetrate easier. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I feel. Like uh, it's it's a cool game. I re- I recommend it. It's got it's a mashup of Dark Souls and like a Castle. A bug's game. life. Yeah. Got a bug's life. My bug's life. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm very ashamed of that joke. I I apologize. <laughs> no, it wasn't as bad as that terrible bug's life joke. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Well, uh, this week, you guys, I watched that comedy special a couple weeks ago. I <laughs> have started watching. Cheers on Netflix. Here's the thing about Cheers. Everybody knows your name. Everybody knows what Cheers is. Everybody our age knows what it is. But like when I was a kid, I didn't watch Cheers. Dude, Woody Harrelson is he's hilarious in that show. I'm not even to that yet. I was coaches still there. Okay. (laughs) Wait, what's Cheers? Shut up, Chris. Okay, sorry. You shut your poor mouth. Go away and die now. But don't do that. I feel really bad. Um, you would feel bad if I, I died. I would you feel would super bad. <laughs> that show is unbelievable. And now I completely see why it was the biggest thing in television at the time. It is so dang funny. But it wasn't when I was a kid. I didn't get anything that they were talking about. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, Ted Danson is Speaking of forehead. A magician. He's freaking awesome. I love that dude. The only joke from Cheers that I remember <clears throat> is... Uh, the lady in it, who also isn't she the lady in Look Who's Talking? Kirstie Alley? Yes. Isn't anyway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? I think okay. She's in Kirstie it later. Alley. No, anyway. she's in the first one. First no, in, in Cheers. Anyway, oh, cheers. she comes she's, in, she comes in, yeah. and somebody right. got her flowers, and she goes, Why can't more men send flowers? And he goes, Some guy goes, Mormons can't send flowers? <laughs> <laughs> I know they can't dance. <laughs> That's uh, all anyway, I remember. That's that's what I've been up to. Like other than that, Reese, Cheers can rot in hell. Don't. Yeah, stop still on the hot. <laughs> don't. Don't. The spotlight, don't. Dude. That's listen, a good show, man. Listen, listen, listen. John Ratzenberger is a national treasure. <laughs> you just have to okay. look up his name to figure I out who he was. I know exactly <laughs> who he is. Okay, Jake, close stop IMDb. <laughs> I will never close on IMDb. IMDb <laughs> is life. George went. George went, and John Ratzenberger. Uh, George Wendt. Those two might be the best part of the whole show. George yeah. Wendt is a the guy, guy. The guy who plays coach? No. Craig George. T. Nelson? <laughs> who, no. Who's, what's the guy's name that plays coach? Craig T. Nelson. Craig, Craig no, T. not Nelson. from the TV show coach. The character coach You son Cheers. of a bitch. <laughs> George Wendt is the guy who mooned Jose on the Conan O'Brien show. <laughs> True story. <laughs> I'll explain more if you ask hey, me about don't it Don't die. Your brother's already died. <laughs> What, does it say what the, what the guy who plays coach, what his name is? Because he's amazing. He is so funny. His timing is Norm. Amazing. George Went is Norm. Oh, yeah. he's My parents saw him. Cliff as, is John Ratzenberger. The, Norm and Cliff are like the two oh, of them. They're, they're amazing. So Norm, my parents were in New York, and they saw Hairspray on Broadway, and Norm was the mom. <laughs> <laughs> and they said that he was unbelievable. Yeah. I think that'd be awesome to see. Anyway, that's what I've been up to. Like every night before I go to bed, I watch Cheers, and it's just it's a great now I'm jealous. So speaking of uh, on Netflix, go check funny it out. comedians. What's our topic today? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. Jake talk, takes us off guard. Not Man, I wish Scott was here so we could segue better. Yeah, the Scott way is Scotty a segue artist? I mean, uh, Scott I way. mean, aside from his his hobby of writing segues, <laughs> <laughs> courtesy laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out to us. <laughs> You're welcome. Um no, our uh, our today we're going to be talking about the guy from the Andy Griffith show that can only carry one bullet in his breast pocket, you know? You know that guy? That one What's guy. What's his name? Knott's Berry Farm? Knott's Barney. Barney <laughs> Barney Fife, that's it. Kind of sounds like Kermit no, the Frog. It's Don <laughs> Kind of looks like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Like I'm pretty cool. sure one or the other was, uh, you know, inspired of each other. <laughs> so, so it's it's the one, the only, the incomparable Don Knotts. Don Knotts is one of my absolute favorite people in movie history. He is the best. We were. I was actually doing some of the now. That, 
Now that you, you, you got me my head rolling and we were watching, uh, I was watching this at my folks house and my, my 16 year old sister was watching it and she goes, holy cow, look at his eyes. They're so buggy. Yeah, He's like a bug and then, <laughs> or a frog. And then, yeah. okay. So do you guys remember the, the, the song she's got Betty Davis eyes? No. You never heard that song? She's got the looks. No, oh, no. I've heard that one. <laughs> no, she's, she's got, got Betty blood. Davis eyes. Um, Dude, you're bringing it, man. You're bringing it. There's this Don't part stop. at Weird Al remade it and said he's got Marty Feldman eyes. <laughs> Do you know who Marty Feldman is? I know who Corey Feldman is. <laughs> Marty, that's his dad. <laughs> look up. You all have your computers open. Look up Marty Feldman and tell me if that's not the most hilarious thing. Well, here's a uh, Weird Al Yankovic kicking his legs up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Marty Feldman had this disease where his eyes like bug completely out of his head. Uh, uh, Not quite Don. I wish I would have looked up Corey Feldman. (laughs) Got Donatello. Isn't he in uh, Young Frankenstein? Young Frankenstein. Yeah, 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 he's he's Igor. Igor. He's amazing. He was so good. This way. Anyway, (laughs) Uh, now that we're completely off topic and it's all my fault, let's get back into Don Knotts. We're going to talk about the... <laughs> Shut up, Troy. God, <laughs> that dude. was actually pretty good. Like, i got to give Troy props for, for laughing at that, because that was a pretty good innuendo. Yeah, or in his endo. Why is it my fault? Come on. Or right, whatever. All right. Okay, now we're getting back into Don Nods. Let's talk about... <laughs> that wasn't me that time. He did it again. <laughs> I did what again? Nothing. Oops. Okay. <laughs> we're talking about greatest Don Nods movies. Um... Of all time? Yeah, goat, man. <laughs> We're doing goat Don Knotts movies. Uh, so, I don't want to start, but do you guys want to talk about, do you guys have, like, runner-up that you want to talk about? or? Yeah, I can do yeah? runner-up. Okay. I'll go first, too. I want to say, I was raised on Don Knotts movies. Yeah. These are my, my dad's favorite movies growing up. These are, like, the movies that he'd point to, and she thought, this is comedy, see? This is comedy. Not this new Jim Carrey crap where he talks out of his butt because he does do that in Ace Ventura. That's hilarious. Um, but I was raised on these movies. So when you said, let's watch Don Knotts movies, I was like, I'm already I'm done. I already seen them all. Um, but I actually, I'm glad you brought it up because it's something that movies that I'm super familiar with and fond of but never really get to talk about that much because nobody's that familiar with them. Like, I even went on the IMDb page of most of his movies, and there's not that much trivia or knowledge about any of them, really. So it's super cool to, like, just revisit these movies. So so thanks for making this our assignment. Absolutely. Um, so my runner-up is a movie that I've seen hundred times and it's the shakiest gun in the west oh my gosh i love this show <laughs> i'm gonna um, say that for every literally everyone so <laughs> the shakiest gun I'm in the west make sure you say it has a a lot of like jokes in our family that kind of stuck around like uh he he dresses up he's don knotts is a tiny frail insecure timid <laughs> mouse looking person yeah. and he dresses up like a, a squaw like a indian a native american woman <laughs> And I just want to someone gives him a baby. How racist this movie oh, yeah, for is. Sure. It was made, so it was made in the 60s, dude. Oh, like, yeah. So it's not racist. It was man. white people and brown makeup. That's all <laughs> it was. Oh, for sure. But they, they give him a baby and they say, Wate. And he's like, Wate. And he's like, Wate. And they give him a baby. And so he takes it. And so he's like, Uh, uh. And he goes to somebody else and he's like, Uh, Wate. And he gives it to them. And they take the baby. That, that was a joke we used in our family for a long time. Wate. Um, Wate. Wate. <laughs> <laughs> so um, his gun in the West. That that scene in the the very first scene in the movie when he has yes. when he's being the dentist and he yes. has to pull that giant woman's tooth out. <laughs> Dude, that had me cracking up too. So I wanna point out that 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 scene the thing about Don Knotts, it makes him like he is so animated. Yeah. And that's the thing that makes him so good is nobody can animate their face the way that, that he does. And that scene, one of the things that just took it over the top for me was he wasn't even in the forefront of the scene. Mm-hmm. He was behind the actual dentist. Yeah, absolutely. And the dentist is, is the main focal point of that particular segment of the scene. But he's in the background making these facial expressions, <laughs> acting the hell out of it when he's like not even in focus. 
And I was like, oh man, he is really good. Like, yeah. I, yeah. Love, his, I love that. His facial expressions are spot on in almost everything. And I, I wanted to point this out too. I don't know if we we're going to bring it up eventually, but while it's on my mind, his movies all have this formula that every single one follow where he is a bumbling idiot. He becomes the hero of the town and gets the lady. Everyone praises Who's him. Super hot. Yeah, he gets a super hot chick. Everyone praises him. Turns out he's a phony. Everyone hates him. And then he redeems himself at the end. Totally redeem yourself. Yeah, that's that's the formula for a Don Knotts movie. Yeah. And almost every single one of them. Absolutely. Jackie's Gun of the West is no exception. No, 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 not at all. It's just a Western. It's, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant, absolutely. His I yeah. Something else he does in almost every one of his movies is karate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to point that out. <laughs> his karate when he kind of just kind of chops at a tree that's in front of him. Speaking for whatever. It, oh, it is so funny. Speaking of Don Knotts' facial expressions, like he has like worried, scared. When he's scared, he shakes, shakes yeah. his gun. But when he's confident and he goes like the. Ah, the <laughs> and swipes his gun. Don Knotts, he like touches his left nostril. Ah, I turn my whole body into a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like his com- confident Don Knotts is the best. It but is so, so good. Like, Shaky is so Shaky is gun in the West. Unfortunately, is my favorite. Is it? Why is that movie? unfortunate? Well, so I'll let, I'll let you go. Well, I, I was just the opposite of Chris, where oh, okay. my only experience with Don Knotts was the Andy Griffith show. Oh, okay. Like I had never seen other than like where he was a background part, like in Smallville or not Smallville, Pleasantville. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he played Zod. Yeah, Florida. he was getting Zod. Zod. Just swiping his nose. Yeah, I take that, man. Kneel <laughs> before Zod. He's not Kermit. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> ho. But uh, so, so I only got, I only watched a a couple Don Knotts movies and I thought they were great. Um, The, some of the quotes I just, I just loved like kind of near the beginning of Shaggy's Gun in the West. He's talking to his mom and he's, she's like, well, why can't you just be here be a dentist in Philadelphia? And he says, Philadelphia is overrun with dentists. There must be like seven. <laughs> at least seven. <laughs> I, I love that quote so much. But the best in that movie, the, the 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 line that made me laugh harder than any other moment in that entire movie was actually not Don Knotts. It was some other side character. <laughs> and he's just a beastly slob looking dude. Just He looks a lot like Jake. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I know the guy you're talking about. <laughs> oh, him. He says, he says, uh, there's a situation. He's a bad guy. They're in this. Uh, yeah. yeah. And they're, they're all circled up in this, uh, in, in a wagon circle for the night for protection. Don Knotts and his new, <laughs> I guess, fiance. It was his wife. Yeah, man. Uh, okay. His yeah. wife there. She's doing something shady. They get caught. She plays it off and everybody's trying to figure out what's going on. And this guy is saying that she was coming looking for him. She was like, women and can't resist me. Says, women, women come running after me, wanting to kiss me on the mouth. <laughs> and just if you can see the guy <laughs> saying this line, women, it happens everywhere I go. Women come chasing after me, wanting to kiss me on the mouth. And I just <laughs> love, I love seeing that. It's and a then, funny line. And then the actual line of who says "kiss me on the mouth"? Like women come and chase me, want to kiss me right on the mouth. Kiss me right on the mouth. It's a funny. It line. was so funny. Good. I just was laughing. Good so start. Hard. Um, so one scene, right. one scene that I loved in uh, in Shaky Skin in the West was um, when he and the I mean she's a saloon girl uh, like when they're drunk or the oh, they're yeah, drunk yeah, and they're... he's like. <laughs> Uh, he, uh, I, I, yeah, I was pretty certain that he was actually drunk because he, he was playing drunk in every movie too. That's okay. <laughs> so, but then like he's just like she's passed out on the table. He's like, now stop laughing at me. Go ahead and laugh. Go ahead and laugh. <laughs> Everyone always laughs at me. <laughs> and she just passed. Well, out we haven't table. even like talked about the premise of this movie either. But he's a dentist from Philadelphia who wants to go out west because. Philadelphia is overrun with seven dentists. You can't get work there. <laughs> we want to go out west, and um, there is like a Calamity Jane type mm-hmm. character who like robs them. Um, but the government needs her to go investigate who's giving rifles to the Indians. So she needs a husband Dude, to keep going Native out Americans west. Americans is the preferred nomenclature. Well, in the movie, they say Indians. Oh, that's fine. Um, <laughs> 
Well, we can't talk about sixties movies without sounding racist. But anyway, she forces Don Knotts' character. What was his name? Jesse. Jesse. Jesse Haywood. Doc the Haywood. She forces Jesse to marry him, like basically seduces yeah, as him. Yeah, cover. Yeah, and then they travel west, and that's that. The hilarity ensues. His gun yeah. shakes every time. Uh, she's the one that, who ends up shooting everybody and saving everybody's lives, but they assume it's him, and she has to let them see, think it's him to keep her cover. And um, it's funny. Strangely enough, the director of this movie, Alan Rafkin, mm-hmm. uh, directed a few episodes of Coach. So uh, that's tying up. That Craig loop T. Nelson. There. Yep, Craig T. Nelson. Oh, Craig wow. T. Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Incredible. <laughs> yes, Mr. Incredible himself. <laughs> Uh, also in this movie was, I think, the first time we see Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, super racist portrayal of a <laughs> well, Did he pee on a rug? No, he kissed his feet. <laughs> Reese got that joke. I don't get that joke at all. Uh, oh, man. It's from the Big Lebowski. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chinaman pees on his rug. <laughs> Dude, Asian American is, is the, the preferred nomenclature. nomenclature. Sorry, man, we have been full circle with that joke. Yeah, we yeah. are. Yeah. Really have. Troy, have you got <laughs> something to say? No. Wait, was that your? That was my goat, and we don't need to talk about my goat now because we've been talking about. <laughs> <It's just> shaking. <laughs> yeah, shaky's cut in the west. Okay. Great, right on. Yeah. yeah, no, I. Yeah, that's yeah. Hit I, us with it, Troy. No, I said what I was. So What's your runner oh, up, Troy? Like, oh my. Um, I'm just going to go straight to goat. I'm going to pull a Reese here and go straight to goat. Um, if that's okay. Um, I'm going to talk. It's the, uh, the ghost and, uh, and Mr. Mr. Chicken. That's my goat too. So so that's, that's the one that that all of you told me to watch. And I didn't watch it. Oh my gosh. Oh, you're lost. Dude. Well, I'm going to watch Well, you're talking about karate, man. When he's like sitting there trying to, <laughs> trying to like, uh, you know, seduce this woman. And she's he's just like, like, and he's just like, he's and she's like, nostrils. yeah. And she's like, what's that? He's like, just karate. <laughs> he's like, oh, you know karate? Yeah, I do the, the mail in books. I've just studied for years. Uh, my whole body's basically I a. Say, I like Troy's impression. <laughs> my whole body's basically a weapon. <laughs> and then he's he actually really good. <laughs> and then like and then i mean spoiler alert, i mean the movie was made in the 60s so uh you know he he um basically saves the day by diving into a man right and he's mm-hmm. like my whole body's a weapon <laughs> i like, turned my body into a weapon <laughs> i turned my body into yeah, a weapon see, ghost of a chicken is my goat too and that was the the other movie i used to watch when i was a kid growing mm-hmm. up was this one in particular uh this movie it, it was the first movie he had an, after the andy griffith show andy griffith uh wrote it with him oh uh, not with him, but just a ghost rider on the show. Yeah. Um, ghost rider. I love, I love that movie. It actually used to scare me when I was a kid. Damn it, guys! <laughs> I'm trying to listen, and and Reese comes in with I'm some bullshit. It used to scare me as a kid, but it used to make me laugh. And I think that's like the best kind of of kids movies. Like, you know what's oh, funny? Sure. We I, this was the movie I watched at at my folks' house. Yeah. And my mom said. The same thing. Like when she watched it as a kid, yeah, it always scared her. Because the, the music's super end, creepy. But it always made her laugh. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the music was super creepy. The the when the knife shows up mm-hmm. in the in the picture and there's blood coming out of it and stuff. Like it's it can get creepy. The the part where he uh, is in the um, the elevator. The, the guy can't stop the elevator at the right spot. Like, just step up, and then like he step tries down, to step, step down. He tries to step up into the elevator, and the elevator goes down. Yeah, so he, he tumbles. Falls That's the same guy in Shakiest Gun that was carrying all of his luggage too. Yeah, and he's like, oh, "Ma, yeah. do you have a nickel?" And he's like, "A nickel." <laughs> carrying his luggage over. That same scene. Yeah. When he, uh, where he drops off the luggage to him at the train and shake his gun. Oh, and then he pulls when out he the pulls gun. the gun and throws it through the window. I was rolling on the ground. <laughs> no charge. <laughs> um, but sorry, I, I kind of stole your moment. You were talking no, that about was that, that. I mean, go ahead. So, Ghost like, and Mister Chickens about a wannabe news reporter, and there is a murder house in town, and the murder they're gonna, house. They're going to tear it down. They're going to tear it down. So they want to investigate the because the, it's supposedly taunted. So they decide to get a coward, a chicken, to go spend the night there and re- come back and report. And what he sees there is uh, he hears like ghosts laughing. He there's a hidden stairway. Very creeped out, bro. There's there's a hidden <laughs> stairway. He he goes up the stairway. There's a piano, like an organ with blood dripping all over it. Oh, and then it starts playing by itself, and you see the buttons pushing. 
Seeing so, Don Knotts. Yeah, so Don Knotts freaks imagine. out and then he runs down the stairs and there's a painting shears in the neck. Blood's like warding oh, out. <laughs> and so he passes out. <laughs> and then the rest of the movie is the town loving him because he stayed the night there and he oh, saw Because he passed out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's exactly like you said. Yeah. He's a coward. Yes. He, something happens that everybody loves mm-hmm. him. Then they find out he's a fake mm-hmm. and then he redeems himself. Yep. Yep. Perfect. God, the show is so <laughs> like just so I, maybe we should play it in this episode. This is like a 10 second snippet of it. But the organ music that they play is, is creepy? super creepy. Yeah, do you have it? Really good. I can pull it up really okay. quick. Well, while you're pulling that up, I'll mention what my honorable mention was. Okay, go ahead. Uh, it was the reluctant astronaut. Oh, dude. Um, so I loved it. Like I thought it was a fantastic movie, but it's the exact same premise. Mm-hmm. Coward gets into a situation oh, yeah. where it, he's the hero. It, they find him out, then he redeems himself. He he has a formula. Yeah. And his formula works. Yeah. Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah. Yeah, that that creep out seven year old me. And I used yeah. to like watch this by myself with it, and then I would be like, oh gosh. <laughs> but just Don Knotts just like shaking the whole way. <laughs> yeah, bro. Homie don't play that. That's uh... <laughs> That would creep me out today. Yeah. Uh, Dude, that scene, that scene in the movie where he has to give a speech <laughs> and the cards fly away. <laughs> he gets up and he's giving a speech and he's shaking and then the wind blows and blows his cards all the way and he's just kind of sitting there shaking like, uh, and then he can't give his speech right. He knows every, one line and that's, let me clarify this. Let me clarify this. To be clear. <laughs> and uh, anyway, it was that, that speech. And he says the same thing over and over. It. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that movie. Yeah, Ghost of Mr. Just, Chicken. I wasn't able it's to a good one. Uh, but the reluctant astronaut um, premise of the movie: he's this small town guy. I guess you could say loser. He's in his 30s, lives at home. He works at like some little playground, pretending to be an astronaut for like these little tours. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> his dad, who's a military man, signs him up for astronaut school, and he gets accepted. So he goes there, but he's terrified to fly. So he pretends to get on the airplane, <laughs> hides, the airplane takes off, and then he takes a bus. That was a hilarious it, recurring it was, joke. It was really funny through the whole movie. Even like when he's getting out of the fake rocket and he's yeah. like shaking because he <laughs> yeah. can't step down the step. <laughs> yeah. But he like won't fly, so he hides in the bushes. Absolutely. Hilarious recurring joke. Um, anyway, he goes off to be an astronaut, but when he gets there, he finds out that he's not an astronaut. He was hired to be a janitor <laughs> where the astronauts are. And the main astronaut is none other than Leslie Nelson, a young, Stud. a young studly good like, looking guy made me feel feelings. I wasn't expecting to feel <laughs> Leslie Nelson. He was, I saw him. I was like, dude, that's a really handsome. Guy. Oh my gosh. That's Leslie Nelson. <laughs> Holy smokes. How did he, I want to know how he made the jump from that from like leading man quality good looks to naked gun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. He's gorgeous in uh, naked abso- gun. <laughs> absolutely. That hair is amazing. But like wh- where, Did you see where his arms and spy hard? Dude, he worked out so hard. <laughs> <laughs> but like where was the jump where like I think he could have been a very serious actor. And Clearly then, he had a thing for comedy. He was in I guess so. a Don Knotts movie. Yeah. Anyway, I, I love that movie. That movie just cracked me up left and right. But like you said, it's just the same kind of jokes over and over and over again. Which isn't really a bad thing, no. but it's just like it became formulaic when you watch it all in order. Yeah. But I, I love Reluctant Astronaut. Yeah. Great. It's a good one. There's a part two where he be, he becomes an astronaut because they want to prove that any idiot can fly yeah. the spacecraft. So there's a part where he's like, you know, I think I've changed my mind. I'm not going to do this. And he steps out and he grabs onto the handle of the door and just like kind of hangs there. And my stomach shot up into my mouth. Like, <laughs> movie was made in the 60s. And I was like, oh, gosh, dude. And it like it scared me. And, it, and it's funny watching some of the, I guess, what we would call graphics. Yeah. <laughs> Like when he opens the door to the room where they're doing the training in the spin mm-hmm. simulator, like the G four simulator, <laughs> and all the wind is shooting out of the hallway, yeah. and is he, he's holding onto the door and he's blowing in the wind, and all of his clothes are falling out of his suitcase. Suitcase, you can see all the clothes on strings oh, yeah. going down the hallway. It's super bad, but I was like, oh, I still love this. Like this is fantastic. There's a couple of moments like that in, uh, as a matter of fact, in the Ghost of Mr. Chicken, where some of the some of the stuff you're watching, you're like, oh yeah. It, 
stuff on strings flying across the stream. That that that's fine. It's the '60s. It's a low budget comedy movie in the '60s. Yeah. That, but it's the reason you go to see it is not for anything but the performance of the main character. It's and, almost kind of endearing at this point now, too. Yeah, like, oh, right. I can see the string. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, and and I know we're. I want to get to your thoughts on this stuff too, but it also brought up some questions. We've talked a lot about. I think in some unreleased episodes, <laughs> in like in like what makes comedy comedy yeah. and what makes a good comedy movie sure and and i think that if if you had i mean we we take a movie like the hangover right and it's the same characters doing the same jokes over and over and over again and it's not good so what's the difference when it's don Knotts doing it in the same basically same movie same jokes over and over again because it was again. first because it was first is that, i mean is that it, all? yeah i mean if if don Knotts was i mean still alive and still doing it it wouldn't it wouldn't be as popular yeah. you know what i mean or if if the number one comedian right now alive was doing that people would get kind of sick of it yeah you know and maybe maybe that's not the case i mean think I, about I think, this i think, think I about this I, I think it is well, genuinely funnier well, but i want to know what the difference is. maybe maybe there isn't a difference maybe it has to be the right person because think yeah. about this you have will ferrell and uh john c Riley who yeah. are basically playing the same screwball characters in two different movies and now three with Holmes and Watson. Yeah. And people are going to go watch it and they're going to love it and then they're yeah. going to rave, rant and rave about it and it's probably going to be hilarious, but it's the same kind of recycled things like you're saying about. Yeah. So I think it has to be the right person or people, not so much, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that's my take. I, I don't know if you I guys agree or disagree. I uh, think the biggest sin you do when you're trying to recreate lightning like that is you try to go, well, let's up the ante. Let's a make it bigger. Let's say. take the hangover guys and put them in Korea or wherever yeah, they yeah. go. Or let's go back to Vegas again. Like, Rather than just hitting the same note. Like, I think a really good example um, of a recent uh, sequel that was really funny was 22 Jump Street. Yeah, it was great. Because they were so aware that they were a sequel. They're like, we did everything yeah. bigger and better. And Channing Tatum's like, this is really unnecessary. <laughs> And they're like, man, this case is just so hard. We can't figure it out. And they're like, guys, it's the same case. It's literally the same thing you did yeah. one year ago. I don't know why you can't figure it out. Um, and that but, was that they did that. But that, I think that's what Don Knotts did. He didn't. He didn't, he didn't do, do bigger, yeah. better. They just did what worked in a different situation. I think that's a good point. I think that's fair because, like, The Hangover, they tried to make it yeah. more crass and yeah, you know, more dicks everywhere. Exactly. I don't know. I think I think as well exactly um, at the wrong moment when you're exactly (laughs) (laughs) dicks everywhere buzz comes up and grabs Woody dicks everywhere (laughs) (laughs) that's a meme I was about to say uh, pandering as well yeah Yeah. some of those movies it felt like they were pandering to the audience more yeah or pandering to what worked in the last movie so we're just gonna do it again and whereas um, other movies it doesn't feel that way and people genuinely don't like being pandered to they feel like you're treating them like you're like like you think I'm stupid and that I need to be a gift wrapped spoon okay but also consider the time of when this when these movies came out back in the 60s mainly and and maybe 70s I imagine there were way fewer movies coming out more often well not only fewer movies but I think the audience was a lot more forgiving I mean the thing about the audiences today are super picky we have everything about everything yeah you know yeah Audience, and, and, right now. and I'm not yeah. complaining. The audiences are picky about everything. Either. Audiences are picky about everything means that means that filmmakers need to be better. You know, that's that's yeah. that's the way I take it. But back in you know in those days, audiences, you know, if, if when you know you're you, you when you also, no not dumb when you go to a Don Knotts movie, you know what you're going to get, and yeah. audiences are fine with it. Yeah, I, I agree there, with that. nostalgia also plays a huge part in it because um, I am positive. I know that. Back in those days that uh, Don Knotts was panned by a lot of people and a lot of critics didn't like him. A lot of people didn't like him. They thought he was corny. They thought he was cheesy. They thought he was it. And so, but we don't see that stuff. All we see is is the hits. Well, we see the hits, A, and we all we hear about is how funny he is. And that's all we, so there's a lot of nostalgia that goes into that. Because, for example, uh, one of my favorite movies of all time the movie I've watched, let's see, how old am I? I'm 
It's not quite December, 56. and I'm 32 years old. Oh, yeah, so I've seen it 31 it. times. You're old, bro. <laughs> I've seen. <laughs> I've seen uh, so it's uh, it's a wonderful life, right? Okay. So it's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's such a great movie, and I remember my parents telling me how much my grandparents hated It's a Wonderful Life because they think it's cheesy. They think it's corny they think it's a little it's over the top with the corniness and the cheesiness and i was like I, and i remember thinking but it's such a classic and, and it's like right up my grandparents alley how can they hate it? and that's that's when i that, and so i think that that's a little bit of what we're seeing as well yeah. now is that is that everybody likes don knots and he's well loved and so yeah we see him and we think oh he's brilliant he's this he's this brilliant guy whereas i think back then he may have been panned by a lot of different people. Well, I want to be clear. Don Knotts is not a good actor. He's he's not. He's really good at he what plays he does. A, he plays a role really yeah, well. He plays really his character brilliantly. And he does that same thing better than anybody. But like as far as being an actor, like being able to emote uh, all kinds uh, of that emotions. guy emotes like you wouldn't he emotes, believe. He emotes at the same note, though. At the same thing, <laughs> like every time. He emotes shake. <laughs> yeah. Who, who else does he that? He shakes a lot. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, so when I say he's not a good actor, I, I mean, like, he's not he's not your Anthony Hopkins. Sure. Know? But he, what he does, he does better than anybody. And, and I think that, I don't know, I, I guess that's probably why it doesn't work in movies today where you have people that are doing things that other people do and they do it a lot. We have so many more movies coming at us all the time that are trying to do the same thing. And I think that that might have something to do with it. I don't know. Yep. Well, and you also, you also, you call it pandering, but it's also, you know, I mean, take the example I made earlier with Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Their jokes are on the nose. Would you consider that yeah. pandering, or is it just is it just playing to a certain audience? You know, just a, just something to think about. Not necessarily starting an argument. Sure. Just something to think sure. about. Absolutely. Yeah. Carry on. Okay, I want to hear your thoughts, Jake. Okay, so my runner-up is not a movie; it's a TV show. Okay. Uh, this comes with a story, I guess. I'm not going to spend too much time on it, but when I moved into um, where where did I move? Anyway, I moved into this new house, and i i didn't get I didn't have the uh, internet password. I didn't have anything to hook my TV up to or anything like that. So that first night, I was sitting in the house, and I wasn't gonna like read or do something productive, <laughs> like what normal people do. <laughs> no, you had I, the Bible uh, with you, I had you? to <laughs> build something with your hands. <laughs> I had to uh, I had to make sure I got my TV hooked up. So I had my uh, my digital uh, antenna, and so I just got normal television and i got like normal channel like some kind channel of person two the normies watch <laughs> yeah. it was like channel like 5.3 <laughs> like it like it was it only showed tv shows from the 70s okay. basically okay and three's company came on okay and by the way Coming three's company <laughs> john ritter joyce dewitt suzanne summers Oh, it's John seriously great. It is one of my, it, it's such a good show. It Don is Don Knotts is the landlord, right? Don Knotts is the landlord. Okay. Yeah. So I, I never watched it. Obviously, I know what it is because yeah. it was reruns when we were kids. Right. I never watched it. It was a little bit. Don Don higher. Knotts is the landlord. Don Knotts is freaking Kramer for the 70s. <laughs> I had an anecdote too about because I, I love this show. Yeah. But I didn't watch it until I watched an episode of Futurama. <laughs> where Fry had a date with Leela and some other girl at the exact same time. And he's like, oh, yeah, I saw that episode of Three's Company where he went on a date with both of them at the same time. It's easy. And then he's on the date with Leela and he has to go over there and he's like, come and knock on a door. <laughs> Thinking he's going to get all the answers. Three's Company, do. So that made me start watching the show. Dude. It's a funny show. It's a funny show. And Don Knotts isn't in it a lot. Obviously, the three main characters is J- John Ritter, Joyce DeWitt, and Suzanne Summers. But who when were, he is in it. But, who were bangering back then. Too. Oh, yeah. yes. And they did not ever yeah. wear bras. Never. Not once. It was- That's what I've noticed in these old TV shows. <laughs> Women are nipping out hardcore. <laughs> they love it. Everywhere, man. There's race. <laughs> no, but Don Knott shows up. carried on the tradition in Friends. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he, he sh- Don Knott shows up every once in a while to collect rent or to do whatever. And he literally, he just plays the Kramer role. He just... Comes in. in the door. <laughs> the audience cheers. Uh, anyway, I don't want to spend too much time on it. That's my runner-up. That one is super good. It's a good show. Um, 
But really, everything you guys have said is my runner-up. But my all-time hey, favorite... that's not fair. Curtis. My all-time favorite, the, the GOAT, rules. in my opinion, is one called The Private Eyes. Mm-hmm. Now, The Private Eyes... I'm just singing the song now. They're watching you. Uh, in The Private Eyes, uh, he co-stars with Tim Conway. And I think Tim Conway probably... I think he probably gets top billing. So it's more technically a Tim Conway movie than Don Knotts. However, they both get the same amount of screen time. Anywho, that one does not follow the mm. the formula. He doesn't he doesn't become some brilliant guy and then he gets outed as a boob and then has to go and re- redeem himself. Mm-hmm. He is just a boob the entire movie through. <laughs> Can you keep saying boob? It's pretty hilarious. It's the, it's the way he says it. <laughs> boob. I don't know if there's a boob. better word to describe Don Knotts than a local boob. I'm not sure if there's any words that are better than boob. <laughs> just in general. I mean, let's just be honest so I'm here. Not, I'm not terribly familiar with Tim Conway stuff. But what I am familiar He might be the funniest man that's ever lived. He is hilarious. His like dry delivery comedy oh, yeah. is so good. I don't know if you've seen the Carol Burnett show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Top three shows of all time. Uh, Tim Conway has some bits. Of, I mean, he did The Dentist where he, as the dentist, he keeps sticking himself with the yeah. Novocaine yeah. and keeps going numb. <laughs> and it might be the funniest bit of all time. But he has the one where he's. Talking about the Siamese twin elephants that are connected at the end of the trunk, <laughs> at the ends of the trunk, and when they go to squeal, they go. Tim Conway is funny, it, dude. However, in in the private eyes, it's just everything. There, there's just it is one bit right after another. You have to watch that movie probably three or four times to catch all the jokes that they tell in that movie, because. They'll be, they're like, they're, they're in the, they're in the secret hide, hide, uh, secret ways behind the walls. The secret passageways. Secret passageways. That's the word I'm looking for. And they, secret you can, you can open up these things. So you look through the eyes of oh, paintings yeah. and they're looking through the eyes of these paintings to go look into this lady's room where she's changing. And, uh. Don Knotts pushes Tim Conway out of the way and he has to go look through the eyes of a dog <laughs> and it's a painting and it's a dog's face. And Tim Conway, you see his eyes come up to the dog's eyes and he goes, Oh, there's a big nose in my way. I can't see anything. <laughs> and it's a stupid joke. But then immediately after that, the bad guy uh, rolls a bomb down the passageway <laughs> behind him. And it's one of those old bombs. It's a ball with, with a little, little fuse coming out. Bowling ball it, candles. And, it, and it's, yeah. <laughs> it's just rolling down. And you can hear it rolling down the hallway. And then Tim Conway, you hear him just out of nowhere, just, just a little bit. He goes, are we in a bowling alley? Is there a bowling alley nearby? And it's like, Burr. and then it blows up and they fall. And it's just like, that's just one example of like one joke immediately followed by another joke that, you miss the second joke because you're laughing at the first joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the movie is just completely chalk filled with these jokes. Joke after joke. With these things. That- it's, a, it's a spoof movie of Sherlock Holmes and Watson, obviously. Oh, okay. So Don Knotts is Sherlock. Uh, Inspe- Tim Inspector Winship and Dr. Tart. Dr. Tart. Um, <laughs> but they're, they're bumbling oafs or boobs. They're boobs. But like, the movie's filled with plot holes, but they don't care. Yeah. Like, Sometimes those are the best. Yeah, because it's it's just funny, but like, like whatever. There's a part where they poison Don Knotts' tea, and they give it to him, and it's bubbling, and he's like, "Tea's not supposed to bubble." Tim Conway's all here, stir it, and he puts a spoon in and stirs it, and he pulls out a stump, and he's like, <laughs> <"That's weird." laughs> it's just, and like the way he has such a straight face. Hmm. <laughs> Tim Conway is hilarious. Dude, Tim dude. Conway is an inventor, <laughs> and he invented a gun that goes off once an hour every hour. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what would you? What, what are you great, gonna do with these inventions? What? What a great premise! <laughs> what would you need to shoot? What would you need what with a gun? To kill somebody every hour. Shoot? And he goes, "Well, that gun might save your life." And he goes, "Yeah, if I need to shoot someone every hour." <laughs> I want to be in the writers' room when those, those guys two? are coming up with that idea because oh, they're probably as high as a kite. Right? <laughs> just be just a fly like, on the wall. What if? What if your gun just fired off every? Every hour on the hour. It's oh funny my when, gosh. He, when he first pulls it out and it goes off and Don Knotts does the face, but then it shoots out the window and he's like, "Oh, I forgot to turn that off." Psst, hits the window with his elbow. <laughs> just gets rid of the rest of it. 
And then every they have when they speak with Scotland Yard, they speak with uh, they, the yard. They, oh, they send they a pigeon. Send, they send oh. pigeons, but every pigeon they send dies. <laughs> <laughs> When they're in the kitchen, there there's a dead chicken, and the pigeon like lies down next to the chicken, and he's like, "Oh, must be a distant relative." He's sad, or like when the gun goes off, he shoots one of the pigeons, or it, they just can never send a thing that it flies into a clean window and dies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the part where he's drinking the buzzard pus, <laughs> the the, oh, that's the, disgusting. the it's a. Uh, ink made out of buzzard pus <laughs> and Don Knotts drinks it by accent because he thinks it's his tea and it dude it, it sounds it's hard. like we need to have a night where we just watch a Don Knotts movie all of us uh, yeah. and laugh because I, I still need to eat I still need to watch more I'm I'm not going to go very far out on a limb here and say that this would be Scott's favorite Don Knotts movie as well because like Chris said like this this, this is the Don, the Don Knotts movie Scotty and I grew up on mm-hmm. and this movie has I can't tell you how many inside jokes in my family is directly is, from this movie. I started saying them around Jake and Jake knew them and I was like, like shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> He's like he goes up to it again a super racist portrayal of an Asian man. Yeah. He's like where are you from? Ah so what did you just call <laughs> What did you call me? <laughs> so I, I say that all the time. I was oh, so, oh, so, like, ah, oh, so what did you call me? And I was like, shut up. <laughs> you seen that movie? <laughs> so this, this must just be like a 60s and 70s thing. This movie came out in the 80s. Oh, 19, oh, was it? Private, it was 1980, so it was okay. practically the 70s. All right, so I think I've mentioned it before. There's a movie that I think the next time I get to choose an idol, I'm going to choose it. It's, it's called uh, Murder by Death. I've seen that. Okay, it's yeah, seen it's that. one of the funniest movies I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, my dad and loves that. Movie. Peter Sellers plays a Chinaman, mm-hmm. and it's super racist. Yep, kind of yeah, like when I the... say Chinaman, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's unbelievably good. Like, yeah, we need to watch that movie for sure. But if we're gonna talk about the most racist portrayal of an Asian man, it's uh, gonna be Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> Have you seen? Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen that when, uh, yes. who is it? Is it, who's the guy that plays the Asian dude? Is it Rickles? Don Rickles? No, Mickey Rooney. Oh, yeah. Mickey. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Mickey, Mickey Rooney, Rooney. He, like, puts China. in the buck teeth and it, uh, me so sorry. Like, it's so, <laughs> that's, so That's what bad. Peter Sellers does in this movie. Dude, it is. Buck so... teeth and he speaks like Confucius all in just in parables and, <laughs> and weird one-liners. It's, it's so, it, yeah, it's bad. But. Um, all right, topics I'm uncomfortable with. Let's move on. All right, so um, I think I wanted to point out something too is how like because I did a lot of research for this Don Knotts, we had a lot of time. Yeah, but he like we mentioned before, he had the the formulaic movies that was the beginning of his of his career, but then he had the Disney movies, the Apple Dumpling Gang, and the Mr. Uh, Limpet, Mr. Limpet, and Herbie Foley, whatever Herbie goes to Monte Carlo. Then after that, he did the Tim Conway team team ups, and that's kind of how he he ended his career. Gus, he did that Gus, Gus movie with the, that was, with that the was Disney, Disney movie, mm-hmm. yeah. But, and then it just seemed like he was just uh, just a background character in all sorts of random. He, stuff. he started doing a lot of TV again, yeah. like uh, Three's Company. That's kind of where he ended his career, and then he did like for some reason he played Barney Fife randomly on like Step by Step. Weird. Yeah, <laughs> he showed up on Step by Step as Barney Fife. He played in Air Buddies. Yeah, oh, see? Wow. He was a dog in Air Buddies. Yeah, so he, oh, wow. he started Not off... Not even Air Bud, Air Buddies? Yeah, he's Air Buddies. Wow. So it's a super interesting career with, like, different stages. Yeah. Because he did, like, the duo comedy. And he did the mm. Disney stuff, which was... Because a lot of people would say Apple Dumpling Gang is his most famous movie. I don't think it's near his best. He's done so many better things besides yeah. that movie. Um, but it's just interesting to look at his career retrospectively. Hmm. Yep. That's all. Yeah, it was good. Um, we were talking about it before, and he's only in the movie for like a minute and a half, but uh, it's a mad, 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 mad world. <laughs> or mad. Or mad. It, that, the way, he's, he's in that sure movie. sure it's not five? And just his his short portrayal in that movie, the, what is it, the, in IMDb right here, they call it, he, he's listed as nervous motorist. <laughs> <laughs> and he plays a nervous motorist 
better than to anyone. a T. <laughs> Reese says he can't act, but if you ask him to act as a nervous motorist, he's an Oscar winning. He's an Oscar winning nervous best motorist. Portrayal of that's nervous. What, so that's what they call in the rewatchables. That's what they call the Dion Waiters Award, where he just <laughs> they, comes in for like check ten award. minutes and gives you gets you like nineteen points and seven rebounds and six <laughs> assists and just slays it for that minute and a half. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, uh, except for he's not Dion Waiters. He's more like LeBron James through all of his movies. Anyway, that's true. <laughs> Anywho, um, there's so many other movies we haven't talked about, like How to Frame a Fig. That one was another one that was absolutely hilarious. It had me rolling on the ground. Um, you had the Love Professor, Love God, Love God, Love God, love God was another great one. Um, but. Uh, we we can go on and on about all of his wonderful movies. Um, do we want to? Well, I guess we, since Scotty's not here, he has he didn't get to cast a, an official vote. So mm-hmm. I guess goes to Mister Chicken one goat, Don Knotts movie. Oh, because two two people picked it. Two people picked it as their goat. I think it's fitting. Um, it's, just, it's, it's fitting. The first movie to to launch his career after Andy Griffith. Mm-hmm. Um, it, he came up with a formula from that movie, and he, they stuck with it. Yeah. And it worked for him. And it worked. And it and and it was and it's hard for me to say like it's not his best movie. Yeah. Well, I love every movie we said. Uh, Private yeah. Eyes was one of my choices, but I wanted <laughs> to give attention to other things. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um so Ghost of Mr. Chicken, Reese, get on it. Uh, I'll watch it. I promise. I I really do think that that's a good idea. We need to get together one day and we can watch the private eyes. I might want to do that and just like and laugh. have no podcast ties. Just kind of hang out. With <laughs> yeah. You guys. Oh, for sure. And just like eat Jake, popcorn and watch a movie. Like yeah, the Labor Alan, Day barbecue was awesome. I know. When Alan Rickman died, Jake and I got together at my sister's house, and we oh, watched. Yeah, and watched uh, we watch Quickly Down Under. Quickly Down Under. Do you guys uh, watch Die Hard? I watch Die Hard every year. Christmas. Oh, yeah, I do too. No, we 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 were gonna watch a we bunch of, watch them, a of them, but then we ended up just do quickly done. Yeah, but like I think we should do that from time to time because just not not even talk about the podcast. Just mm. get together and watch a really really great movie. I think it'd be fantastic. Well, IMD on IMDb, it looks like Don Knotts died February twenty fourth of this so, year of uh, two thousand. Oh, so we can have Don Knotts Day then. February, Jeez, 20, February it was, 6th, February 24th, February 24th, February 24th of this year. What, how old would he be? He was 81 when he died. And that was 2006. So plus, uh, don't plus make me do math. <laughs> um, RIP Don. Thanks for making us laugh. It was yeah. good. We missed Seriously. you. We miss you, buddy. We, I was trying to think of this like modern day equivalent of Don Knotts too. Cause he was like the first person I can think of that had awkward comedy. Like you're ultra like, awkward. Where you're like cringing, like, oh, dude, just stop talking to that girl. <laughs> I think like Ben Stiller, like lead, he does that really well. I was gonna say awkward. Steve Carell, but I think Ben Stiller, Ben Stiller has the faces and yeah. the emotion. Yeah, he's like the awkward comedy mm-hmm. person. I think I that's think, a good pick. I think Steve Carell in some situations might give him a run for his money. Well, sure, but I, I, I Steve Carell's constant, confident, Don nuts. Yeah, especially that, in the office. Yeah, that could be true. Yeah, yeah. Un- unwarranted com- confidence. Yeah. That's Steve Carell. Yep. Cool. Right on. Well, that's our Don Knotts yeah, episode. We got a shout out from someone. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I want to give a shout out. We, uh, we've we been getting a few more uh, reviews on our uh, on our pages. So thank you for your reviews. Um, but I'm going to give a shout out um, to Lisa Lynn. Four ends. Uh, Four there's, ends? There's five ends. Oh man, I think you just Shut up. (laughs) Lisa says, topics that everyone loves, shows, movies, and music. Very relatable guys and very funny. It feels just like a conversation with some friends about chill topics. That's what we topic about. With some cold bros. Just a conversation with some cold bros. Will you pass me a cold brewski? So so thank you, Lisa. Um, Appreciate you going on there. Lisa, will you marry me? Right on. What, uh, What are we doing next week? 
So next week we're going to do uh, this a broad discussion about Halloween. Ooh, Halloween's kind of coming talk up. Talk about right now. like women on Halloween. A broad, a broad discussion. discussion. <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> Straight broad discussion. <laughs> uh, you boob. Sexy nurses. <laughs> <laughs> and just, we love Halloween. We love an excuse to dress up like a slut. So we are going. <laughs> Don't <laughs> slut shame me. <laughs> so yeah, we'll just have a discussion about like Halloween movies. What makes a good Halloween movie? Our favorite Halloween movies. Does it like, have to be like. Not the Halloween, Halloween series. Movie, or can it be a, just a movie you watch around Halloween? You know sure. what? We're gonna leave it open. Um, I mean, I I'm think... gonna take over here and say there are no rules. Okay. okay. My favorite Halloween Just movie like there's no crime is "It's a Wonderful Life." <laughs> <laughs> I watch it every year on Halloween. My favorite Halloween movie it is, is the scariest <laughs> you've ever seen. <laughs> my favorite movie Crazy is the, my favorite Halloween movie is "The Grinch." So uh, <laughs> we already did the Christmas joke, dude. I like Mr. Kruger's Christmas. Oh gosh. Okay. Oh, oh, Mark, come down. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're, we're taking this joke a little bit <laughs> too much. <laughs> All right. Cool. And so I guess if there's nothing else to say, then uh, bye. Love, peace, chicken Goodbye. grease. See ya. La, 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 la.